Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I told you about my disclaimer, like on a pack of cigarettes, these things give you lung cancer. I have a disclaimer in my prayer life all the time. This is going to sound really intelligent, but it's not, but it is. God, don't leave me to myself. If I'm praying stupid... Please don't give me the things that are no good for me. God, I'm telling you what I believe, Lord, but please don't leave me to myself. I don't trust myself, God. I, I'm doing my best with what I know about the word and I'm praying, God, but I license you in the name of Jesus to adjust my life so I don't become a fool. I think that's a really good disclaimer. You ought to stamp that baby on the end of all your prayers because what that is is that's honoring God and humbling yourself that's as safe as you're going to get so Jacob needed this honest man to operate so he could see what was in him hallelujah that's a sermon we could have just done that one for a while huh Jacob learned a great side of God. If you keep pursuing God, he will change you into the man that he can bless, protect, and prosper. All God wanted to do was give Jacob what he promised him. But he just couldn't give it to him till he was called Israel. God literally turns you into somebody else in the process so he can give you something. Because he can't give it to you while all you want is Rachel. He wanted to birth a nation through Jacob, not just give him a wife. Esau was carnal and Jacob was a liar. One sold his birthright for food and the other one was willing to steal it from him if he could. That's a bad combination. I believe sometimes the church is like that. There's a whole bunch of motives that people bring in from the world into the church and then the thing turns car into a carnal fight and the church has issues. The Bible says, no, no man after the flesh. There's a place to live in God where you see what you believe God wants people to do instead of what they're not. And that's to where the success is. Anybody can tell you what's wrong with you, but can you look inside of somebody and find the treasure that God put in them and talk to that person? Because if you can talk to that person, that's the one that's gonna come to the front. Who you talk to is who you're gonna get. Abigail talked to him like he was a king and not a warrior. And she got the king's answer instead of the warrior's answer. He says, you have kept me from committing great sin today. Because she addressed, she says, do you really want this on your record? 
You know, you know, and CNN would have got a camera out and said, this guy that's president or king now, he killed a whole family because they wouldn't give him something to eat. She kept him from a tremendous scandal in his kingship because she reminded him that he was a king. When you talk to somebody, who do you talk to? Do you talk to the carnal man that got all the faults or do you talk to the guy on the inside, the hidden man of the heart, and appeal to him to want to do right because it's right. It's kind of like we talked about the tithe. You can do it thinking you're going to be right, but you got to be right before you do it. See, it's funny how religion and relationship look the same till the pressure's on them. Because religion don't have the power that relationship has. They look the same. Everybody go to church. Everybody pay their, you know, look good. I do this. I don't tithe. I tithe. I'm glad I'm not like him. You know, you can do all the rules and be totally disconnected from the truth. It's amazing how you can do all the duties and be connect, disconnected from the revelation that's in it. That's, that I say this to you all the time. That's why I never care about the people that look like they don't know what they're doing. I want to know the ticker. If I see in them a couple of traits that I know are the right ones, please forgive me. I don't really care what they don't know. I don't care if they're smoking out back of the church. I don't care if I hear them cussing. I don't care if they're a mess. If I see a certain character trait in their heart that they love God more than they love themselves, I got a shot with that one. We can get rid of it. We ain't got to worry about what they're not because there's somebody in there that wants something enough to start going to the cross and dying and not whining and dying to what they want so, so they can get what they need. That's the people I like to talk to. Remember, Jesus hung out with tax collectors, whores, all kind of people that were written off. That was his ministry. He went out and hung with all these people that society didn't want, and he got criticized for it. But you just remember, Rahab got delivered. Mary was at the tomb. All them bad reputation people was the one. See, when you get that much forgiveness, you don't run in a fight. When you get that much forgiveness, you're loyal. My God. If your forgiveness was too cheap, you can take it or leave it. But if you were desperate, you remember. See, that's why the people who were desperate make some of the best disciples. Because they just flat out sell out. They don't have reserves and pockets of things that God's not allowed to touch. They just sell out because they knew they had no life without him. Thank you, Jesus. I got to stick this on for Jacob before I close. You'll know you're, you're made it. Praise team, you can come up, please. When you can go back and face Esau, the guy you cheated, toe to toe, even if you're scared, and you're willing to square up with the stuff you've done and trust it to God that he's going to make it come out right, you're there. He was afraid of Esau. Do you remember in the story, he sent all kind of gifts ahead of him. He sent all kind of things to buy his way off of Esau's wrath. He was scared, but he did it afraid. In other words, what he said was, I'm going to be right with God even if I lose everything but I'm not gonna live not facing what God wants me to face. 
after God purged out of his character. See, he wouldn't do it before because he had no integrity. Jeez. And facing the issues is a sign of integrity. Facing your bills and knowing you can't pay them if you ain't got the money is still a sign of integrity. If you list them all, make a tape and look at them and say, this is the truth. It's integrity. To, it's, it's easier to go, I don't know what they are. I don't know, it's too much for me. My wife takes care of it. Oh, my husband pays the bill. Did you ever look at him? Did you ever get involved together and see, or are you dumping? Are you dumping the revelation so you don't have to have the responsibility? It takes integrity to go look. Because once you look, you know. <laughs> don't laugh. I gotta give this illustration. This could break us up a little bit, make it laugh a little bit. I didn't know I found a registration to the Jeep at the church, and I've been driving around on it. I drove around expired uh, driver's li- uh, license plate for six weeks, didn't know it. Now, you're gonna laugh. You'd think it wouldn't, I'm, I'm gonna go settle it. But once I found out I had to go to Saberton, I was all worked up because I had to go somewhere on that. Now, I did it for six weeks in ignorance. It didn't bother me at all. I drive everywhere. I didn't know it was expired. I'm driving, enjoying myself, thinking everything's cool. Everything's cool. But the minute I knew, oh my God, I was so vexed. I talked about it all morning until it got fixed because it was vexing me. That's what truth should do to you. That means your conscience is still alive. It's not seared with a hot iron because you've been doing it so long that God can't get in. Sensitive of heart. Once you learn something, you know, sometimes the problems are so big, you know, because they've been, you disobeyed so long. This, this is another prayer. You might just throw this out before I close, throw it in there. God, I got a mess. I don't know what to do. <laughs> He'll hear that one. I made a mess. I went too long, God, and now everything's complicated. My wife hates me. The bills are bad. The kids don't want to talk to me. What do I do now? He said, I'll show you. Why? Because you said it. You spoke it. And when you spoke it and you admitted it, you got licensed to fix it. And he's bigger than any problem you'll face. He helped Jacob face Esau, the guy he cheated, and had no trouble doing it when it was over. Isn't that amazing? When you're willing to engage in what's right, I hear your enemies will even be at peace with you. That's what the Bible says. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you, Lord. You can just strum that a little bit, brother. I'm so happy with the presence. Thank God for music. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you want to, this is an altar call day. If you want to come up here, you, you really, you're coming up before God. You're not coming up before man, and I know you know that. But if you want to tell God, like in the old West, you want to set things right, <laughs> today's your day to set things right. If you want to come up, you come up here before the Lord and you tell God whatever prayer, however you word it. Because he'll work with your honesty. I mean, this sounds crazy, but Lord, help my unbelief is a prayer. I'm not telling you it's the best prayer, but if it's all you got, it's a prayer. Come to God just like you are. Remember Billy Graham, come just like you are, come as you are. If that's you, come on up. God's not mad. 
God's trying to help you. He isn't mad at you at all. He's not upset with you. God loves you. He's not upset. He's wanting you to come so he can help you. Thank you, God, that you're, you're allowing us to come. Jesus, thank you that you made a way for us to come to the altar and get better, Lord. That we don't have to stay out, but we can come be drawn nigh by the blood of Christ. That we can come near the altar. I thank you, God, that there'll be grace for us to walk in our integrity. In the name of Jesus. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.